As far as announcements go, tonight at 5 o'clock we'll be having Sunday Night Fellowship. We'll be in the finishing the third chapter of the book, I Am a Church Member, and probably starting the fourth chapter. Um, so looking forward to that. Um, second Harvest, I think, has been floating up here the 16th of November, 530 to 7. There's a sign-up back on the bulletin board. Um, any other announcements? Santana, do you want to say anything about the music group? I kind of butchered it last week, so I thought you might want to clean things up. We're not going to have practice next weekend, but the 20th we'll have practice again at 9 o'clock to 9.45 before Sunday school. So. Okay. Awesome. Any other announcements? All right. We'll ask y'all to stay and we'll have a first listener. We'll have a song. <laughs>
got your Bibles, turn over to Matthew chapter 4. Matthew chapter 4. <clears throat> As we started last week looking at uh, what it means to truly follow Jesus, to truly be his disciple. What was the hashtag? Follow me. There we go. Follow me. That's awesome. See, I missed Daniel last week. He couldn't put my hashtag up. But like we said last week, you know, our, our prayer is that, that everyone would come to know Christ and the free pardon of sin. But the other part of that is that every one of those people would truly become disciples of Jesus. There's a difference. That's really what we talked about. We talked about the cost of following Christ last week. But disciples making disciples. We need to put that somewhere. Disciples making disciples. That's important. Because I think we forget about that a lot of times. Like, oh, get them saved. They're good. No, that's not the end. That's not the end. There's more. So this morning we want to look a little bit into when Jesus called his disciples. So we'll read a few verses here. how, How he can use imperfect people like us. For his glory and for his purpose. That's really what we want to get into this morning. So we'll read starting about the the 17th verse there in the fourth chapter. From that time, Jesus began to preach, saying, Repent, for the kingdom of heaven is at hand. While walking by the Sea of Galilee, he saw two brothers, Simon, who is called Peter, and Andrew, his brother, casting a net into the sea, for they were fishermen. And he said to them, follow me and I will make you fishers of men. Immediately they left their nets and followed him. And going on from there, he saw two other brothers, James, the son of Zebedee and his brother and and John, his brother, in the boat with Zebedee, their father, mending their nets. And he called them immediately. They left the boat and their father and allowed and their father and followed him. Sorry, I can't read this morning. And we'll stop right there. So as we get into the message this morning, I really just want you all to to pray and think about what is your role within the body of Christ as a disciple, as a follower of him. And has Christ called you to follow him? Not just to be saved, but to truly follow him. Has he called you to do a great work? There's There's a lot to it. Not just salvation. Salvation's awesome. Don't get me wrong, but there's more to it. You know, and the, the other side of that, are you being obedient to that call? Are you being obedient? Are you committed to it? So what's awesome here, like I said earlier, Jesus called imperfect disciples to follow him. You know, and I, I was just thinking through this, you know, you don't have to be perfect. You don't even have to be religious to be called by Jesus. You, you don't even have to be liked, right? It was a tax collector. No one liked him. I've just been thinking through all this. You don't have to be smart. I'm not very smart. You don't have to be able to quote every scripture there is. Who can do that here? I can't. I don't even like those people. (laughs) I'm just kidding. I'm kidding. You don't even have to have it all together. In fact, it should be the opposite. Jesus brings it all together. You know, I think a lot of times we tell people, well, get your stuff together and come to church. No. It's the complete opposite of that. Come to church and Jesus will get you together. There's a big difference. And you don't even have to be a good person. 
Jesus can change it all. He can change it all. But He wants us to follow Him even while we're imperfect. Why? Because He can still use us. Are you perfect? Am I perfect? Absolutely not. Were any of these disciples perfect? Absolutely not. But He used them for His glory and for His purpose. And He can do the same thing for us, with us. There's, there's a quote, and I've, I know we've heard it so many different times, and I absolutely love it. God doesn't call the equipped, He equips the called. That is so true. There are so many people out there, well, I'm going to seminary, I'm this and I'm this and I'm this. Please don't, I'm not offending anyone. Unless Jesus called you to preach, it's not going to work out. It's not going to work out. I shouldn't think about stuff like that. But I know that even I'm I'm still a work in progress. I've got a long way to go. I've came a long way. You know, to think about, if you went to some of my friends when I was younger, yep, that Bob Mills, he's a preacher now. He's even a pastor. They'd be like, what? They would think you're crazy. But God can use imperfect people like me to do His will. And like you. And again, we, we always think about get them saved. And that is important. But there's more to it. There's more about following Him after that. You don't just stop. In fact, if you can stop, I think there's something wrong. Then the other side of that, well, Brother Rogers has been on the road for 90 years. He can just sit down and rest. No! As long as you have rest, you should be doing His will. Amen. Sorry, Roger. <laughs> Roger always gets on me. He's like, you picked on me again today. Sorry, I You've just had the longest job in here, right? 40 years. (laughs) That doesn't state your age at all. But we're a work in progress. But God calls the imperfect, the unimportant, the normal, the common. All these guys were like common. And and thinking logically, you're like, why wouldn't he have called those religious leaders? Why wouldn't he have called those smart people? Obviously, he knew something better than we did. Because the gospel is still going on today. Using those imperfect people. It's, it's amazing to me. But you know, I think Jesus sees that heart. He sees that heart and he knows he can use it. He knows it. Where we can't see it. Like I said, if you would have seen me 30 years ago or whatever it was. Yep, not him. God called me. God called me. But isn't it crazy to think... That only God can change those things. Only God can change an unbelieving heart. How many, how many people have you read about that were atheists that converted to Christianity? That's God. That's not because they read a book. That's because God opened their heart. All kinds of different religions. I mean, you can't explain it. The change in their heart. The change in their life. The change in their mentality. Folks, that's God. That's God. Well, they just need a good self-help book on reading the Bible. No! That's not going to do it. It's a relationship with Him. The other thing that I was thinking about too, has anybody ever had this thought through their head? Well, if that person right there ever was saved, or ever, you know, had a personal relationship with Christ, how many people they could reach? Anybody ever thought that? Like that guy over there, 
He's got such an influence. If he ever received Jesus, boy, heaven would open. Now, there's good and bad to that. Mm-hmm. I've thought that before. Like, that guy, man, if he ever, I think of that about politics all the time. If any of those guys ever found Jesus, how things could change. The, the thing about that, though, is I think when we say that, we're forgetting how we can impact people. It's easy to forget about it. No, well, they should go do it. They should go sing. They should go preach. They should go teach. Oh, somebody better do it. Somebody will be the pastor. Somebody will be singing. Somebody will pray. Drive me crazy, folks. What if that somebody's supposed to be you? And you're not doing it. What if? We've been on the road a long time. You can't tell me God's still not calling. Anybody believe that? He's still calling people to preach. He's still calling people to teach. The problem is, is we're just scared. We don't want to be obedient. It's part of being a disciple, of being obedient. It's good that you came to church today. That's not what it's all about. Somebody can come to church and just think they're okay. That's a dangerous position to be in, isn't it? Well, I went to church. I prayed. No, that's not what being a disciple is. Not being a disciple at all. Just thinking about those ordinary, unrefined men, fishermen, farmers, tax collectors, People that no one knew, probably. People that their jobs were just kind of like, and I mean, they probably weren't wealthy. And again, we're thinking the King of Kings is here. Who would he logically pick? The wealthy, the smart, the religious leaders. That's not who he picked at all. He picked imperfect people like us, ordinary, common, everyday Bobs, to go do his will. And 2,000 plus years later, we're still doing it. We're still spreading the gospel because they were obedient. They were obedient. It's just amazing to me. It's like, the, you know, when you think you're weak, he makes you strong. When you think you can't talk, he's your mouth. Soak it all up, SpongeBob. (laughs) 
Not right, Missy. You've made all of our brains messed up. Because anytime something like happens, we think about you. Uh, He promised me that. He promised me if you'll be obedient, I will fill your mouth. I will say what's important. Not you. I can plan everything. I can write everything out and plan everything. Let me tell you. It doesn't happen. What he wants to happen happens. It's absolutely amazing. But you know, there's there's a lot of examples, especially with the disciples, of just imperfect people. And I think one of the best is Peter. I mean, I know everybody probably knows all the stories about Peter. Over in John chapter 1, verse 42, Jesus says. Thou art Simon, the son of Jonah. Thou shalt be called Cephas, which is by interpretation a stone. And then over in Matthew chapter 16, where Jesus is talking about on this rock, I will build my church, talking about Peter. Now, when Peter came on on the screen here, he was far from the rock, wasn't he? He messed up. He's a loud mouth, says stuff when he shouldn't. Boy, we we know people like that, don't we? Probably every single one of us. But he had a lot of shortcomings. He had a lot of mistakes. Some mistakes were pretty darn bad, weren't they? How would you feel if Jesus said, you know what, Joe? You're going to die, deny me three times tonight. And Joe's like, oh, dad. It happened. Well, how big would that make you feel? How big would that make you feel? When he denied him three times. And he even cursed. Like, I'm not with this guy, See? You know, I thought about that a little bit. How easy would it have been for somebody in Peter's position to just run away and quit? Wouldn't it have been easy for someone to just really mess up? I mean, that, that's pretty bad, I think. That's probably about the worst you can get, isn't it? But no. He stuck with it. You know, I don't think, I don't think he really understood the way of Jesus. But he didn't give up. He didn't give up. You know, I was, I was thinking about that too as I was studying through this. You know, we're, we, a lot of times the only thing we remember about Peter is that he's denied Jesus three times, isn't it? How many times have we denied him? How many times have we denied him? Probably about every day, isn't it? How many times have we been disobedient? Oh, that Peter, he denied him three times. Isn't there a sin of omission? Same thing, isn't it? Like I said, to Peter's credit, he did not let those mistakes or failures stop him. And we all mess up. But he matured and he grew in grace and knowledge. He didn't quit. In fact, he completely dedicated himself to Christ. And he promised to, to shepherd the flock of the church. And as we've been preaching through, through the book of Acts, who was the first person that stood up to preach the gospel? It was Peter. How many people got saved? 3,000, over 3,000. That was Peter preaching. Boldly. An imperfect person. It was a fisherman. Common, everyday Job. Bob, whatever you want to call him. God 
used him for his purpose and his glory. Well, we gotta be this and we gotta be smart. We gotta... No. That's not how God works. That's not how God works. I loved it where, I don't know if you guys remember, I think it was Peter and John got arrested for preaching. And the Jewish leaders said, you know, if you know what's good for you, you'll stop that preaching. Anybody remember what Peter said to him? You guys can talk. This is interactive. You guys got to be used to that. Isn't it better to serve God than man? That was Peter. That same imperfect disciple. Better to serve God than man. Ultimately, Peter was martyred. He died for the cause. He gave it all. That's commitment. That's loving God, loving Jesus, and learning to serve. That's being a disciple. He gave it all. He gave it all. That's truly following Jesus. And he became that rock that Jesus knew he would. That helped build his church. It's absolutely amazing to me. But how did he do it? Well, he got smart. Well, he did this. Well, he... No! He obeyed Jesus. He was obedient. That's how. He was obedient. He followed Christ. Hashtag, follow me. That's what he did. That imperfect person. And there's many others you can think through. I mean, one that we just did not too long ago in, in uh, Bible study, Gideon, love that story. What did he call him at first? That mighty man of valor, is that what it was? And Gideon's like, what? I'm nothing. I'm, no, I'm the least. And he became this mighty warrior. And James and John, was it sons of thunder, is that what they were called? They messed up a ton too. And Jesus used them. Paul, probably one of the greatest stories ever, was persecuting the church. We talked about it in Sunday school. Like, anybody ever thought like he was persecuting the church and then flip side, he was doing the complete opposite? That's absolutely amazing. That's by God. It's God. By being obedient to his call. Imperfect, common, ordinary people. Through a relationship with Christ. Can change the world. Now, you say, oh, you can change the world. No. We could change the world. If, if we were true disciples of Christ, we could change the world. But then it also, you could change someone else's world. That's the thing. By being that disciple of Christ, you could change someone else's world by sharing the gospel with them and guiding and leading them to discipleship the same way. Just like all those Bible heroes that we always talk about. And none of them were perfect. And we're not perfect. If you're perfect, put your hand up. Because I sure ain't. Did God call me to preach His Word? Absolutely. Do I want to be up here? Nope. It's scary. It's a scary thing to serve God. Because we know we're not perfect. We know we're not perfect. But again, despite all those shortcomings, despite being imperfect, we can't just wrap up and give up and go. 
Keep getting closer and diving in. Read your Bible. Like I said a few weeks ago, get in a Bible study. Get closer and closer to God. What's that term called? Sanctification. Sanctification. We need to be obedient. We need to be committed. We need to be all in. And I know this isn't this big hoorah. Praise God. You know what, folks? Anytime we're here, no matter what, we should be praising God. Amen. We should be praising God. This stuff's important. It really is. Being a disciple is important. Jesus doesn't want you just to get saved and sit there and stop and wait for glory to come. And that's all of our jobs. Well, it's just the pastor and the deacon's job to go out and evangelize. No, it's not. It could be yours. Well, such and such is the lead singer. No, it could be yours. What about teaching? What about leading groups? What about all of that? Don't say, well, someone else will do it. If you're a member of this church, maybe you should do it. What's God called you to do? Did He call you to come and be in the, in the music group? Who can sing here? Nobody's raising their hand. <laughs> we all can. We all can. Well, somebody else will do that music group. What if God's calling you to be in that music group? Obey Him and do it. You'll be blessed. You'll be blessed. I came this morning and was just listening to them. And was just blessed listening. They wouldn't let me sing, of course. That is a lot. <laughs> you know it. <laughs> I, I told them I'd be the crier for them when I messed up. But it's, it's not always an easy road to be a Christian. It's not, like I've said before. Things will get tough. But following Christ is absolutely worth it. Worth every bit of effort you can put into it. Every bit of effort you can put into it. So the question this morning to to ask, have you committed to Jesus? Have you committed to His call? What's holding you back? Fear? What other people will think? Oh, mom and dad wouldn't like that. Jesus should be first, right? That's what we talked about last week. Put him first in front of everything. Will, be, will today be the day that you respond to his call? You've been putting it off. You know he knows. It was a while before I announced my call to preach. I was scared to death. But there was a day it just kind of all came together. Can't even explain it. I had Amanda looking at me like, he's talking to you. I I couldn't resist. He's talking to you this morning if you've been called to do something. Like I said, you can't tell me God's still not calling people to preach or teach or whatever it is. He's still calling. The problem is we won't be obedient to it. Truly follow Him. You know, like I've said before, I know I'm not the best up here. I'm not a good talker. I'm not good in front of people. I'm absolutely trying my best to follow Him. And if He can use my worthless, whatever you want to call us, to save a soul, folks, God bless us. Because that's what it's about. That's what it's about. Changing lives. Disciples making disciples. 
following him, truly following him, not just coming to church, well, checklist again, truly following him. There's a difference. There's a difference. Like I said, though, if he's calling you, he will equip you. For a long time, I try, and I still struggle with it from time to time. I try to figure out things myself. Well, this is what God wants me to preach. I'll be honest, there's sometimes Saturday morning comes and I'm like, God, I'm lost. What do you want me to do? I think he, he finally wants us to get to that point where we fully rely on Him. And then it's clear. Then it's clear. Tony, I don't know if you've ever had that. Like we try to get ourselves in the way sometimes. Yep, I know what God wants me to preach. I, I don't. I have to fully rely on Him and get myself out of the way. But He'll equip you. He'll equip you with whatever He calls you to do. I'm not smart by any means. In fact, sometimes I'm like, man, did you hear me? I said a big word today. That's not me. That was God. I don't even know those big words. But He'll equip you. His Word says He'll never leave us or forsake us. That's important. You don't have to do this on your own. We don't have to do this on our own. Fully trust Him. Fully trust Him. But Jesus says again, oh, it's gone. Hashtag follow, there it is. Hashtag follow me. Hashtag follow me. You know, I truly believe for the last little bit, there's been... And I don't know which, which it is. Someone's either being called to be saved. Someone's either being called to do something. something. Someone's being called to rededicate their life. Someone's being called to join our church by being baptized. I don't know what it is. But God's calling. Mm-hmm. Otherwise, He wouldn't give me these messages. Mm-hmm. Are you being obedient? Is today the day you're going to decide to finally follow Him? Mm-hmm. You'll never regret it. It's all worth it. Brother Mike or Judge, you get a verse of a song. I'd like to just have us all stand and have a verse of a song. Today might be that day. Obey Him. Be obedient. Trust. And just give it all to Him. Have one verse of a song.